Welcome to Inspiring Women with Lori McGraw. I am your host, Lori McGraw. I have spent the past 30 years in leadership, and over the years, I've come to learn one thing. Women need women, and not just any women, but inspiring women. Tune in every week to hear from women at the pinnacle of their careers and from others who are just starting out. Episodes can be found at inspiringwomen.show or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will be inspired. This is Inspiring Women, and I am Lori McGraw, and today we're speaking with Pam Pure. Now, I'm really excited about this episode because Pam is helping me kick off a new series with Inspiring Women, which is a mentoring series. And the reason I'm excited about Pam helping me kick this off is because for my goodness, over 25 years, Pam has been my mentor, a cheerleader and a friend. And so I'm really excited to talk to Pam. Now you might know Pam Pierre, you might know the name if you've been around healthcare from SMS fame, from uh, McKesson, Health Medics, and now she is the CEO and founder of Posterity Health, which is a fertility company, a company focused on helping people. And we're going to hear about that. And Pam, thank you so much for being on Inspiring Women. Well, Lori, thank you. Um, I have to tell you, I'm really proud to be here um, and really proud to be considered your mentor. You know, based on where you are and all you've accomplished, we can start by saying I'm good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you're really good at it we're gonna I'm gonna gonna tell some stories on you that we didn't we didn't prepare for so that's gonna be um really fun but before we you know Pam before we dive into all the mentoring um because I talked to so many women uh, about their mentors their sponsors before we even get there just I mean everyone knows the name in healthcare unless you've been under a rock um Pam Pure you've got a very storied career give us a little bit about what you're doing right now and then we'll talk about how you actually got to this point. Yeah, thanks, Lori. So I'm super excited about this chapter. You know, I'm currently CEO of Posterity Health and we're the only digital male fertility clinic. You know, when couples have trouble getting pregnant, everyone assumes that it's the woman, um, when in actuality, in over 50% of the cases, there's a male factor involved, an issue with sperm quality. So I co-founded the company with my husband, Dr. Barrett Cowan. He's one of the top male fertility specialists in the country. And our mission is to make male fertility services accessible to every couple trying to conceive. Well, that company, and I talked to, you know, the fertility space is, um, and digital space is very hot right now, but most of these companies do focus on the woman. So just, you know, for posterity, how, how do you focus on the man? And like, why is that such a good place to start? Now, I know a little bit about this story, you know, in terms of just being it less invasive as well as less, um, less expensive while being very, very effective. But how did it begin? Because you have... I want to talk about like how you got here, but you know, this is a brand new startup for you after leading, you know, multi-billion dollar companies in the past. 
Lori, it's actually a funny story. Um, Barrett and I both moved our businesses home over COVID, and he's been a male fertility specialist for over 25 years as part of a large urology practice. So um, men with infertility issues would run into the urology office, make the visit as short as it could be, and then head home. And with COVID, we were able to telehealth enable his practice. What began to happen is the couple came to the appointment together and these 10 minute appointments became 45 minute appointments. And it became very obvious to me across the hall working on um, my board roles that most couples didn't understand that really getting pregnant requires two, and that there's often an issue with sperm quality, and that many of those issues can be fixed. And so I started paying more attention to the practice and to the opportunity to really engage and educate couples. And so right from the beginning, we could help a couple figure out the source of their conception issue and then work with them to come up with the most effective path to pregnancy. You know, really the goal was to give a male a seat at the table and take the burden of conception off of the woman. Well, what I like about the company is, well, first of all, I love that you talk about this as a new chapter. I want to talk about some of the other chapters, but also that, you know, there's just an aspect about it that has, you know, there's an economic aspect about it. It's earlier in the process and um, just the passion that you and Barrett have for it. Um, it's really exciting. And I'm looking forward to seeing how Posterity Health um, grows and helps so many couples out there. But Pam, you, again, storied career. Career, lots of chapters, you know, from from a startup today, you know, helping um, helping couples. But uh, before that, many other chapters leading both established as well as upcoming companies. Give us a little bit of that background. Yeah, um, so it it's crazy. I started out of college, and at the time. Um, there were computers in hospitals and they were producing a bill and that's what healthcare technology looked like and happened to be really lucky, which is a great part of career success, luck, um, and that I um, got a job in Washington at Washington Hospital Center at the time, and they were on a mission to build the first electronic pharmacy system and the first nursing system. So literally got to be on the ground floor in hospital automation. And, you know, as I tell people, once a product manager, always a product manager. And I've just had a keen interest in really understanding processes and how you can automate them in healthcare to make um, it better for patients, it better for providers and physicians, and just hopefully one day we'll have a more cost-effective system. So I spent 12 years in product management and development, um, moved to Burlington, Vermont, where we met in 1995 and ran product strategy and um, marketing for IDX. Uh, we spun out a company together and um, that company was eventually sold to Allscripts. And then I spent eight years at McKesson running the technology and services division before um, moving to Health Medics where um, I ran a private equity backed company. 
you know, I tried to retire twice in that period. And after health medics ended up doing board work and working with uh, small startups and really helping them focus on growth. And um, most recently became a healthcare advisor at Griffin Investors, which has allowed me to look at the financial or PE VC side of healthcare investing. So really grateful for the career opportunities that I've been given. Well, given as well as, um, you know, just they they came for a reason. So I want to go back to that 1995 when we um, first met, because that's uh, where I want to start talking about the mentoring. Now, I remember very well, um, long before we met, when Pam Pierre came to Burlington, Vermont, when we were both working at IDX. And Pam Pierre was a name then, um, just as she is now. And I will tell you that for, you know, myself, that was an early part of my career. It was like, who is this woman? Who is this woman? And she was really changing the face of IDX with the marketing focus, with the strategy focus, then Channel Health um, spun out. And I absolutely remember the first time that we met because we were in a meeting and it was just any old meeting that you have in a particular company. And you actually spoke to me and it was, it just meant something to me. You gave me a seat at the table you gave me an opportunity to position myself as somebody who knew something um, in a meeting. And then from there, you just started helping me um, establish, you know, different aspects of what I was doing. After different meetings, you would give me coaching. You would say, you need to present more clearly. You need to slow down. You need to state these points with more emphasis. And just small things like that is how um, things started. So Pam, I want to ask you about that because you know you were have always been so incredibly generous with your time but for you how did did you think about that as mentoring at the time because it certainly was on that for me yeah no it's funny it's funny how we both look back and remember those events so i i do remember the seat at the table but it's interesting that you use that analogy because when I look at people, I always say, okay, what seat are they in? And typically your role comes with a seat. And I think what's really interesting to me about leaders is they have kind of an inspirational way of making their seat bigger. And when I met you, um, you were in the on the technical team and um, you made your seat bigger. Um, you um, asked questions far beyond your role and your interest was far beyond your role. And I've always looked for people who naturally made their seat bigger because those are the type of people that can grow a company and those are the type of people you want on your team. They ask questions, um, they make decisions, they reach out and they kind of go beyond what the natural role definition of the seat was. And to me, that's the fun part of the job. Did I think of it as mentoring? No, I think, especially in the early years of my career, if I was honest, I would say I really focused on getting work done and getting it done well. And so I would look out and try to find the people that I thought could really take on bigger projects, could take on bigger roles and succeed. 
And whenever you put someone out there, you know, we used to call it double jumping, putting someone in a position that was really big and maybe bigger than they were prepared for. I always felt a responsibility to be there to make sure that they were successful. Well, I want to tell two stories and see if they if you remember them. So one story is I remember we were flying somewhere. This was in the early days of raising money for, you know, startup companies. When we were at Channel Health, it was the startup arm of um, IDX. It was a subsidiary, you were the CEO. Um, and we were with some of the other management team talking to um, another company. And I remember this time being in the ladies' room um, where, and it was only you and I who were the women um, at the table, where you told me that we were actually um, getting an investment. So I felt like I had this amazing inside view of what was going on simply because um, you were there and because we were the only woman, we had <laughs> we had the opportunity <laughs> to see each other. Now I like spilled water all over myself, <laughs> flustered, but you helped me calm down and then obviously carried carried on to get the investment. Do you remember that? I, I do remember that. It, you know, it's so funny because there were so many conversations, personal and professional, that we had in the woman's room over the last 25 years that, um, you know, it's it's funny that you bring that up. But yes, I do remember. And I, I do remember how excited you were. And I think that's one of the exciting parts of being on a team is that you can make the people who really created the success um, feel a part of the actual win. And, you know, you were obviously a key driver in our ability to build the company and to achieve that investment. And so it was great to be able to share that with you and you know, have you really know um, what a big role you played in the success of the organization. And that I'm just going to say is one of the things that, uh, you know, was so helpful to me um, in that earlier, earlier part of the career. I, um, you know, was trying to do a good job, trying to be noticed, but it was the encouragement and the welcoming of the seat at the table, the you can do this kinds of little um, encouragements along the way that made such an amazing impact um, on me. I'm going to tell another story. And this was a, this for me was one of the, I will say just the one of the largest jumps that I've ever made professionally. And this was a time when um, Channel had just been sold to all scripts and you were moving on to be the CEO of McKesson, the, um, the billion dollar arm of McKesson that you grew to $3 billion. And it was, I was nervous, you know, you were there, I knew you, I was comfortable. We were moving to this other company and here the senior most executive is um, leaving. And at that time, you pulled me aside and you told me, you've got this. 
you've got this, Lori, you, you know what you're doing, you belong here, and you can do this. And again, you didn't have to take that extra time, you were moving on to your own um, next thing, but you were very, very specific with me as an individual. I'll never forget it. It was a um, important moment for me. And, you know, Pam, I, I, I do want to say on this um, podcast, you know, just how thankful I am personally for just everything you've done, but those key moments, um, they, you call it luck, but it made all the difference to me professionally and personally. Yeah, well, you know, the funny thing is, Lori, is those key moments for you were also key moments for me. And I think that's the most powerful part of mentorship is you realize when you help people grow, you grow. And, you know, I, I, I'll, I remember a little bit more about that conversation that I'm going to go, go ahead and share. And I remember saying, Lori, this is going to be a huge stretch. It's going to be a huge stretch and it's not going to be easy, but you got it. And I know you can do it. And I think to me, the reason I bring up the huge stretch is I think a big part of mentorship is you know, telling people they've got it and that you're here to make sure they really do have it and that they're going to be successful. But also, you know, providing some insight into the fact that, yeah, this is really a stretch and it's gonna require new learning and it's gonna require new thinking and it's gonna require a jump in terms of your ownership, accountability and decision-making. And I think that's what many people miss and that, you know, being told that more is coming and you're not really prepared, but you're ready. And, you know, um, presenting opportunities as stretch opportunities to me has really helped people put together plans to be successful and helped me work with really talented people to create plans to ensure that success. It's yeah, you're ready, but there's more work to do. And that acknowledgement of the, there's more work to do is I think where the growth kicks in for people. I, I, I agree with that. And also, you know, you may not be ready for this particular thing. I'll also, you know, in terms of just all the years um, that we've known each other, there have been, I will say, ebbs and flows in terms of, you know, how often we're talking to each other or, um, you know, you have always been the person probably that I go to first if I have something big that's happening for me professionally, whether it's a next move or a new opportunity presents itself. Um, and then, Things also have happened um, out of the blue. I remember a few years back um, where we were having a conversation and you simply stated to me, uh, Lori, it's time to start looking at board positions. And you just felt that this was something that I wasn't doing professionally. It was an important um, step for me to do. I think it had to do with the fact that you were personally on a lot of boards and looking at a lot of um, companies. But again, it's that kind of proactive, um, you know, nudge uh, that was uh, personally really helpful. Where, where does all that advice come from, Pam? And how, how do you know what's good for me better than I know? <laughs> no, I wish I knew what was good for me better. <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think as you've grown in your career, 
um, the advice you need, the, um, the, the, the mentorship you need has changed dramatically. And now you're a very senior accomplished woman. And so often what you need is just someone to bounce things off of and someone to have you step back and say, okay, here's where I am every day. Pull me up, where am I in life? And what do I wanna make sure I have the opportunity to do? Um, there are things I don't wanna miss. Help me keep my options open. And I think that's where our relationship has evolved to. Like, let's step back. Where are we in our lives? And what opportunities do we still crave? What options do we have open? And what would we like to accomplish? And having someone you can have those conversation with is, I think, a gift to both of us. I feel the same way when I went to you and said, Lori, Barrett and I are thinking of starting up a company. And after you said, what? <laughs> we really talked through it. But I, I think a lot of the advice you get when we talk is actually coming from Lori McGraw. I think I provide a sounding board and we share our experiences. And, you know, for me, being on boards and being part of growing companies and meeting new people has been such an exciting part of um, this chapter of my life. And I think when we talk, you see that and say, hey, I wanna do that. And I say, yeah, you better get started. So I may give you the final push, but I think a lot of the inspiration comes from the conversation and from having someone that gives you the ability to pull back from the day to day and the busyness of life and just say, hey, How's it going right now? And what do I wanna be able to do to keep my options open to have more exciting chapters next? Yeah, well, that has been an ongoing theme and I, I agree with you. It really has sort of evolved to um, that more sort of like back and forth. I also just wanna say, Pam, you know, one of the things in just, you know, the past several years as um, um, our children, my children, your children have grown, become young adults, have become professionally accomplished at various um, stages. One of the things I've also um, really appreciated in our conversations is the advice that you give me to help other women and not just women, but other women, other young, younger leaders um, evolve in their careers. I mean, while you and I have had this long-term relationship, you have always um, had interest and energy and amazingly time to give to many, many um, leaders and in particular younger ones who are just starting out. Why, why is that so important to you? You know, I, I think it drives me. Um, I think people have so much talent and um, so much um, to give personally and professionally. And sometimes one interaction can spark a real change or um, new motivation. And you know, I, I meet really interesting, really capable people. And I think, gosh, if I can help them, 
find the success and um, joy that I've found in my professional life, what a gift I could potentially deliver. And, you know, I think even more so today, so many people get caught up in the grind. You know, you have managers who focus on projects and you know, I like to talk to people about goals and you have people who talk about your assignment in the team, but I like to talk about people and you have people who talk about deliverables at work and I like to coach. And so, you know, I think that more, you know, high level strategic view of who people are and what they can become in terms of their interactions their skill building to me is so interesting. And um, there's so much positive feedback and so much energy that comes from that interaction. And, you know, it's so funny when I coach people, as you know, I can be really direct and I, I'm very direct because um, I had a mentor who was extremely direct in our interaction. And it it really helped me so much. And, you know, I would always say to people, hey, I, I'm sure it's not easy to have me tell you these things, but if I didn't think you had incredible potential, if I didn't think there was this really strong, capable person that was really about to launch, I wouldn't spend my time on this. And so to me, this investment is in building someone who I think is even more capable than you understand at this point. And, and that is incredibly energizing to me. I see it with you. I'm so proud of my three sons who every day exceed my expectations. And, you know, at some point you, you move from coach and cheerleader to really a powerful observer, just feeling a lot of pride. And there's nothing better than that. Well, it's been, um, you know, for me to know that I always had you in my corner um, has been a, just a, a base level confidence um, for me. Pam, as we close out on inspiring women today, any um, last advice, maybe for listeners, but, you know, I get all the advice from you and I, that's my, <laughs> um, that's something that I cherish, but any advice for listeners that you just want to leave, leave us with? Yeah, you know, Lori, I think I would say, um, raise your hand. And, you know, if I look at three things I constantly, you know, coach people and encourage people to do is one, ask questions. Um, the reason I tell people to ask questions is they probably don't know as much as they think they know. So they'll learn more and asking questions helps you figure out what other people know. Um, when we were together in our early years, people used to call me Columbo. And I think asking questions and the value of asking questions can't be underestimated. The second thing that I would say is embrace the gray. You know, as you move up in the organization, the decisions become harder. The easy ones should never get to your desk. So there's no such thing as black and white. And so to embrace decision-making, you really have to embrace the gray and stop focusing on always making the right decisions, but make your decisions right. And finally, I would say, and maybe this is the thing, it took me the longest to learn, it's really bigger than work. 
You know, when you have a career like you've had, like I've had, um, you realize that it's really a huge part of your life. And so you are there. And if you want to create a great life, you create a great work environment and you work with great people. And so really that ability to grow and energize your team is just really enhancing your life. And so raise your hand, you know, make your seat bigger and make this a fun part of who you are. Well, you've certainly lived that, and I am so excited about this next chapter, this current chapter that you're in, and I'm going to look forward to just continuing our relationship. This has been an incredible, inspiring women conversation. I've been speaking with Pam Pure, and Pam, thank you so much. Thank you, Lori. This has been an episode of Inspiring Women with Lori McGraw. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We are produced by Kate Cruz at Executive Podcast Solutions. More episodes can be found on inspiringwomen.show. I am Lori McGraw, and thank you for listening.